to season two of the Presently Engaged podcast and short, friendly, Jesus-focused encouragement to live intentionally right where you are. I'm Mandy Pollock, and I'm really glad that you are here. And why am I here? Well, I'm here to cheer you on as you live purposefully right where God has placed you. So listen in and then join me at presentlyengaged.com. You, friend, you're making a difference. Photography became a passion of mine years ago, and I love running a side business of event and wedding and family portraiture. Photography is a powerful tool to visually communicate powerful concepts. I passionately believe that every person has a story, and I love using a camera to help them tell it. So allow me to chat about composition just a bit. In the world of photography, there are many ways to take a picture, as there are photographers. How the elements are arranged in your scene, your angle, your perspective, and your subject itself when you click the shutter button, that is composition. So imagine with me an image that just has a bunch going on in the frame. There's foreground elements, there's background, there's the backdrop, there's the reflector, there's props and extra people and subjects that's running away. It's all there. How can we work with what we have to make it a stronger image? So one definition of composition is this. It's the art of arranging all the elements of an image to achieve the greatest emotional impact. One way then of looking at composing your frame is to arrange all the elements in your image to create the best possible image. This works when you start out with everything in your image that you want. But if there are these elements that don't support your subject, you just get this messy, cluttered, and slightly disorganized image. Have you ever lived a day like that? A day where you're arranging all these many things in your day to achieve the greatest impact, but there's just way too much to start with? Where it's like you have this plate of intertwined spaghetti and the act of organizing your task list is more like trying to organize these crazy spaghetti noodles. It tends to become this messy exercise in sauce-covered frustration. Composition like this only works if you don't have unnecessary things in your frame to begin with. Another way to look at composition is the elimination of unnecessary objects in order to direct attention to the subject. This is a grand definition. Just get rid of everything that doesn't belong, and then you're left with that one thing that is your subject. Now, this has a lot to do with the personality of the photographer, but the optimist in me dies a little every time I try to apply this concept to my life. I feel like I'm giving away something or denying something whenever I have to remove an item from my calendar. Like I'm a failure if I say I can't do this or I'm letting someone down if I try to hand it back. That I'm defining it as unnecessary, even though by itself it might be this grand activity and a worthwhile endeavor. So there are all these marvelous ideals and noble goals and big dreams, and these are all bonus items that seemed like a good idea at the time, and they've snuck into my calendar, and now life is overwhelming. So if my focus isn't on my subject, then I feel gypped or like a failure if I remove something, and things invariably stay that don't need to be there. And finally, for composition, there's this definition in all of its beautiful simplicity. Fill the frame. Fill the frame. You think, what is my subject? 
how can I arrange my image in such a way that everything in my frame is about that subject? Zoom in on your main subject today. Let's spend just a bit of time contemplating. What is it? Why are you taking this picture in the first place? Why are you living this day in the first place? When you take the time to define your why, then you cease to wander around with a camera waiting for the perfect image to just come to you. You go out and you create your image. You don't have to wonder whether you're getting the right shot. Instead, you can work to make it happen. You have this mindset of actively waiting as things fall into place rather than wasting time generating a thousand variations. I would suggest to you that if it is really hard to say no to a need that is not your need to address, then you haven't honed in on your why quite yet. Because once you have, it's not that you're saying no, it's that you're so focused on fulfilling your purposeful, passionate yes, that it is simple to say, what a great invite. I appreciate your asking me and I will cheer for you as you do it, but I'm already booked. So while you could look at your day and arrange it in a pleasing manner, or you could remove everything that doesn't belong there, consider this big, hairy, audacious goal instead. Fill the frame. Define that one thing you want to be doing today. Pray for a holy yes, and then go out and purposefully change your world for the glory of God. Mm -hmm.